This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Even WFAN hosts need a break sometimes. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook. Better odds and favorable prices. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Oh, hi there, Al Dukes here. Uh, And if I'm introducing this, it means Jerry's not here. Mr. Peter Schwartz joins me. Good morning, Peter. Good morning, Al. Great to be with you again. Jerry had a scheduled uh, two days off uh, today and tomorrow. You'll be in both days. Mm -hmm. I think Jerry's going down to D.C. to watch a uh, Nationals game. Yes, I heard that. He's doing that thing where he's trying to hit as many ballparks in his (laughs) lifetime as possible. He could use a little bit of a break from reality after what he's been going through uh, yes, with, with flooded, the flood. Flooded basement, so he's going to check off uh, another ballpark. I guess yes. he's never been down there. I have never been to that ballpark either. I have that on my to-do list. To go uh, to check off ballparks or just that uh, one in particular? Not to schlep all over the country yeah. to do it, but local ones. And know, the kids it, would like to go see some of these other ballparks. Yeah, it is cool to go to different ballparks and see how easy it is to get in and out of some of them. You know, like Philadelphia <laughs> seems easier than going to... City Field or the Bronx, to me, so it's, it's an easier in and out. I've never been to Citizens Bank Park, but I have been to the football stadium and the arena. Yeah, and it's a nice. It's kind of like going to the Meadowlands, but I think it's a little easier to get in and out of the, of yes. the complex. You get there. right to the highways. Yes, it's nice. Absolutely. I have no idea what DC is like, but I imagine it's a disaster. Just because <laughs> I think Washington DC is one of those uh, cities that's just like filled with traffic. Have you ever been to Fenway? I have been to Fenway. Yeah, that's an interesting place to go to. Yeah, I enjoyed that. But I I, I uh, stayed over, so yeah. parked at a nearby hotel and then mm. walked over, which is yeah, good. Yeah, parking's a little tricky in the yeah. area. Yeah, I used to have that idea where I was like, I'm going to go to all the, like in the 1980s, I was like, I'm going to go to all these ballparks, <laughs> but that I, I didn't really go to many of them. I've been to a few. Yeah. I've been to a few. Dodger Stadium, Anaheim. San Francisco. So you've hit the West Coast, it looks like. Well, I, I combined that with other reasons why I was out there. Got so it. I was, didn't specifically go out to L.A. for a Dodger game. I was there on other business and just uh, happened to go. I know Evan, uh, before he was married, uh, toured ballparks with his dog. Like, he went on a <laughs> dog uh, road trip. I'm and a kept, loser. I'm and a kept loser. score. Kept score. And kept score. Visited President's Boyhood Homes along the way. So he made a thing out of it. Do you like to keep score games? No. Yeah, I, don't wanna, I do. I do. I don't want to do work. I want to relax. Keeps you focused on the game. I guess so. Uh, I did when I was a kid. Like I, when I would go to Shea Stadium, I would 
I would get the thing, but I still like to do it. My kids like to do it when they want to go take a walk and go to the bathroom. They hand it off to me, and I I fill in while they're doing their thing. Yeah, I still I'm not sure I know how to f- really keep score. Like I know the a backwards K, the walks. Well, do you know what a shortstop the first base ground ball? Uh, six three. There you go. So you see, you know more than you I think do. you do. That's what I'm talking about, Peter Schwartz. <laughs> if it hasn't changed since the '80s, no, I'm still on top of it. Mm-hmm. Now, we had an exciting game last night. Mets Braves. Max Scherzer shut it down. Shut down that Max Freed punk. <laughs> and the Mets won four to one. Now we had a nice uh, Max Scherzer outing. We had a solid Edwin Diaz, uh, ninth inning, mm-hmm. strikeout, strikeout, strikeout. Pete Alonso had a couple RBIs. Luis Guillorme had a home run. And two RBI. And two RBIs. Yeah. This is what we needed to get going for game one. And you th- it was kind of like unexpected because the way that you know they finished up against the Marlins and with all the injuries yeah. and just the way the Braves have been chipping into this lead – you didn't really expect that to happen last night, and they kind of restored order, you know, with that with that win. Max Scherzer restored order, like a judge, <laughs> like a judge. He came in, he was outstanding. He dropped the hammer down like we expected him to do. This is what we paid him the big bucks to do, to set things right. Right, that's what they say about your big pitcher, that when things yeah. go awry. You need a main guy that's going to come in and restore order. And they picked him up, too. He gives up the home run to Austin Riley right. in the in the seventh inning, and Guillaume comes back in the top of the eighth, hits the home run to make it a two-run lead. So they picked each other up last night. So it was a big night all around for the Mets to kind of, you know, get their bearings back. Now, if they lose tonight. And then it's disaster again. Well, I don't think it's a disaster <laughs> again. If they lose two out of three, it's disaster yeah. again. Now, yesterday we had Max Scherzer. Tonight, David Peterson. I don't know how I'm feeling about this. He's done a good job this year. I wouldn't be so down on him. Against a fellow named Spencer Strider. Yeah. You know anything about this guy? Not much. Yeah, me neither. (laughs) It's funny. You go from Max Fried versus Max uh, Scherzer to David Peterson versus Spencer Strider in game two. Yeah. It's a bit of a letdown. It's not the same hype that we had last night. Not the same hype. Not for sure. But right now the Mets are up two and a half games. No, tell me if I'm right. The Mets win tonight three, three and, and a half. half That's right. You got the new math down, Pat. And then they sweep four and a half. Four and a half. Games. And then you're feeling you know, really good about yourself. Right, because then you play the scrub Cubs coming in. <laughs> I th- is that home, the Cubs? Uh, uh, I believe that's, probably a, asking that's the, away. You think that's away because the Yankees Field? are home this week. You ever been to Wrigley Field? I've never been to Wrigley Field. Me neither. I would go there. Uh, the Mets game is in Wrigley Field. In Wrigley Field. Yeah. And then they come back home next week. Yeah. And they give out those David Wright figures next week. I see you were in line to get the Keith Hernandez. It's like a uh, bobble, a three-part bobblehead. It's a three-part, yes. So they retired his number on Saturday, so they gave out a bobblehead to the first 25,000 people. I saw huge lines for that. Huge. You waited in that? Uh, Well, I had no choice. I had to get in the ballpark. My family got there first. I was working here in the morning. So I took the train and met them at City Field, and I got off the train. And there was this giant mass of humanity on the boardwalk, you know, between the tennis center and City Field. And my wife keeps calling me and saying, how close are you? And I'm like, I don't think I'm really close at all because there's this, this I tweeted out pictures of it. There's this throng of people trying to get across the boardwalk 
in through that subway station and back out the other way in front of the Apple to get into City Field. And I, there was a point where I didn't think I was going to get in before the first pitch, much less get in there for the bobblehead. It was that jammed up? It was like you literally couldn't move. Like that's and From so that this far is, back. So this is probably around, I don't know, 205, 210 when I first got into this like, you know, large clunk of people. And give the city field employees credit because the line moved and moved and moved and got in your bobblehead doll. Got it. Yeah. First of three. So now you have to go to the other. That's a great idea because now the Mets got it. They get you to because, of course, people want to go to the Keith Hernandez. Right. uh, Retirement, Jersey retirement. So now you got to go back for Ronnie Darling. I can't. We can't go that day. What? We can. We have we have a prior engagement that day. You've got to cancel. We're going to the Gary Cohen night. In September, so you're going to be missing done. your Ron Darling. Got to do something to get at least one of those because we're going to have in our house. We're going to have the Keith Hernandez, right? That's the first one. Then the Ron Darling one is the middle one, and then we've got the Gary Cohen is the third. So we yeah. need at least one Ron Darling. So I'd almost be willing if somebody is somebody we know is going. Yeah, I would almost be willing to trade one of our. For Keith Hernandez. Oh, because you got four Bob, of them, right. So we have four of them. Okay, that's a great idea. So, like, idea. if somebody is going to Ron Darling and they have an extra one, but they couldn't go to Keith Hernandez, I would be willing to swap a Keith Hernandez for a Ron Darling because that's the one game we can't go to. Swap shop. If anyone yeah. wants to swap theirs, they reach out to Peter on uh, Twitter. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. What is your Twitter? Schwartz on Schwartz Sports. Schwartz Sports. I wanted it to be Schwartz on Sports, yeah. but it's one letter too long. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So Schwartz I was like Sports. going to do it one day and changing it from what it was before, and it was one letter too long. All so right. my wife just suggested, just do it Schwartz Sports. Easy. Great idea. Yeah. All right. So we'll get you about one of those bobbleheads. We'll have to try. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, the Braves thought they were being smart by starting uh, Robinson Cano at second base as if <laughs> as if the Mets pitchers were going to fear him. And at one point, he had the only hit off of Scherzer. He did. He <laughs> ended up with two hits, I think, last yeah. night, right? But 
not a factor. No, not at all. You're right. He did get the one hit. And what was interesting, and in the, they pointed out uh, uh, um, Keith and Ron and uh, Gary. Yeah. That he was wearing his Mets-colored <laughs> glove. You know what that reminded me of? <laughs> it was strange that that happened because do you remember when the Yankees signed Jason Giambi yes. back, back in the day? He showed up for Yankee spring, tra- uh, spring training with an Oakland A's bag. Didn't really endear himself too much to George Steinbrenner yeah. at the time by doing that. So I thought that was interesting that Cano did that last night. Yeah, so he was in the field with his uh, orange and blue Mets glove with his old Mets number, 24, mm-hmm. on it. Now he's a bright. They got to get him a bright. Listen, you get used to your glove. You don't want to be changing gloves. Right, but I mean, that's Spray not painted. a good look for your new team that you're look. wearing the the other team across the way. Although they probably thought it was fu- like it was somehow trolling the Mets because they're still paying him. He's going to beat you tonight wearing your Mets glove. Right. And I'm guessing because he went to the Padres first. Right. So I'm guessing he probably wore the same gloves with them as well. I mean, I he guess. didn't have time to get a, a generic pair of gloves. Never got a Padre glove. No. But you would think in the you know, the Atlanta Braves are a big-time sports franchise. You'd they think are. he'd be able to go into the equipment room and talk to the equipment p- folks there and say, hey, you got a pair of gloves that'll, you know, you know, be nice for me. But maybe, maybe uh, you know, those gloves, I don't know if you've ever bought a brand-new glove, Peter. They're mm-hmm. impossible. They're yeah. impossible to deal with. Oh, I go, we go through that at home with the two young men. I still use house. a glove legitimately that's got the Bucky Dent signature in it <laughs> because it's broken in. I have the oldest, crappiest baseball glove, and... When we go to the go to the field and you know, do a little hitting with the kids and stuff like that, my kids make fun of me. They mock I your have glove. this ridiculous old looking glove, and they both have said, "Dad, you know, like for your birthday or for father, can we get you a glove? We talk to mom. We'll get you a glove. Like, good luck finding one that's going to fit my hand." And every time we're in the sporting goods store, we try on gloves. You give Can't it a f- shot. Cannot find one that fits my hand. Right. Plus, they're not oiled. Like. Right. Break them in. How about this to the Rawlings glove? Make us a glove that's broken in. Yeah. How did you used to break in your gloves? I always, I, I was always taught you get that, uh, the oil in the sporting goods yeah. store, so you oil it up pretty good. Oil up your glove. Two baseballs. Okay. In the glove, and then you tie the glove yeah. together overnight. That was the way my father taught me how to do it. Right. 24 hours wrapped up like that, boom, you're in business. And then you were good to go. Yeah. I remember putting like a softball in it. To try to make the pocket deeper. Yeah, I know. Two baseballs. Some people would run over their gloves, <laughs> beat up their gloves, throw their gloves in the dirt. You got to do something to break in these gloves. You would think with the technology you have now that you can buy a glove that you can just say, oh, you know what? I need a glove for the game today. Let me go to, you know, wherever and get the gloves. Dick's, Dick's Sporting Goods, whatever, your neighborhood sporting goods store. Pop it right on and go. And go ready to go. Can't do it. Can't do it. That's why Robinson Cano had an old glove. Now, you mentioned you went to uh, Keith Hernandez Day. Yes. And you were sitting up by where the <laughs> the number reveal was. Yes, we bought the tickets when we first found out that they were doing it. And, oh, I was sitting in the upper deck. Like Then I took a look. We were at a game a couple of weeks ago, and I looked up to see where we were sitting. I'm like, you know, it's not going to be so bad because we're going to be right by where they're unveiling the number. And we had a great view of where the number was. And we saw three guys up there. Oh, yeah. It took three guys up there to unveil the number, which I thought was a fascinating thing to watch. One guy joined by the second and the third. And I'll tell you, I told you this off air. 
there's not enough money in the world to pay me to stand on top of City Field to do that. Yeah, now you thought that they weren't uh, safety harnessed. I couldn't in, but tell they if were. they were harnessed, but you were watching it yeah, on, TV, on TV, and from your tell. angle, you could see it. They looked like what the guys, when they go up to paint the bridges and they're uh, strapped in uh, those things. Yeah. Those guys were so proud of themselves, too, when they did the <laughs> unveil. Oh, I saw them going were, like this. They were high-fiving, <laughs> shaking hands like, we nailed it. And we just, all they basically did was take a piece of plastic off yeah. of the number. But they were like, damn, we killed it. <laughs> we really nailed this thing right here. What did you think of the ceremony, July? Like I it? loved it. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. You know what? The only thing for me uh, was that there was there really wasn't a surprise. Like usually, sometimes when you have those ceremonies, there's like somebody you didn't expect to be there. Right? Is is there? So like, his speech was great. The presentation was great. But I I, I left felt. Feeling like I needed, like where was the where was like where was Jerry Seinfeld coming on the field? Where was Julia Louis Dreyfus coming up and you know rekindling her romance with Heath Hernandez? That's what you want a little Seinfeld, Seinfeld reunion, a little, little Seinfeld thing, something like that. George, where Seinfeld. was that? Yeah, okay, yeah. that's what you're looking for. All right, yeah, no, I, I thought it was very good. It was. Uh, I don't. I'm not. Uh, I'm not uh, diminishing it. It was yeah. a great ceremony, but sometimes you 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 want you want that little surprise. I said to Jerry, I don't see, um, like, Keith Hernandez is one of these guys that I, I just don't see a guy today that's going to get a similar thing 30, 40 years down the road. It just, I don't feel like these like, players have longevity anymore. I don't know why. Well, you got free agency now. Yes, free and agency. Free agency and, and salary caps. Players don't play for... They're, they're one team very much. Well, I mean, Hernandez, of course, came over from the Cardinals, right. but. Oh, and I, there's there's even been some debate among Mets fans. Uh, there were a couple people here I talked to over the weekend that didn't think that he deserved to have his number retired. Is that right? Yeah. Who are these people I need to speak to? Uh, I don't really want to throw anybody under the bus, but it's more than just people that were here. Okay. See, so if I throw people under the bus, I get in trouble. Right, yeah. And, and I, I, don't, I don't need to go down that road you anymore. Don't. But. There were there were some people feel like he didn't play long enough with the Mets and didn't really? do enough, but I think when you combine his playing career and his time as a broadcaster, I think he deserved Guy's it because legendary. he's had an effect on multiple generations of Mets fans. Right, and the Islanders retired Butch Goring's number a couple of years ago. He only played for the Islanders like seven years, but he was with them as a coach and with them as a broadcaster. So I think. They retired it because of his overall body of work, and I think the two of them are comparable. You're just like Boomer. You turn this right into a hockey. <laughs> hockey well, that's story. what I do. Let's take a break, Peter. Okay. And when we come back, I've got some Yankee stuff here, mm-hmm. a little more Mets things. I have more on Zach Wilson's mom. I've got uh, assault and battery. I've got a Starbucks uh, diarrhea situation. Oh, so there's a lot to discuss. <laughs> and then Boomer and Gio will be uh, here at six o'clock. Six, as usual. As usual. 